working moms, um, it's difficult. Obviously, most of typically, you know, you know, the moms are the ones who are picking up the house, keeping things organized. You know, I, I live in a home full of boys, um, and I'm it's myself, and I have three other people in the home that I have to pick up after, and it gets overwhelming. Maybe it's because I'm in real estate and we move all the dang time. But I feel like you really don't know what you have until you try to pick up and move it. And it's unbelievable the amount of stuff that we have. My number one favorite thing is watching my client become so joyful and liberated and come to peace and just watching them be so blessed. We're Erica Radis and Marie Lifschultz, a San Antonio area realtor and lender, but most importantly, we're working moms. The goal of this podcast is to provide support and a sense of community to San Antonio area working moms like us. So join us in trying to find a balance between career, family, and everything in between. Welcome to this episode of the Working Moms of San Antonio podcast. We have a great guest with us today, Delana Keywell of Bless This Mess Organizing. And so I'm going to just turn it over to her and let her introduce herself. Hi, y'all. I'm Delana with Bless This Mess Organizing, and I have been blessed that I may bless. That's an honest yeah. truth. Love it. Yeah. So, um, I guess if you want to just talk about maybe how long you've been in organizing and how you got started in that. Well, I started when I was about four years old. Yeah. <laughs> and um, as I understand, I was, you know, organizing my um, sock drawer and my toys and, you know, just everything. I've always been of a mindset to organize. And um, it progressed as I was getting older. I remember I would um, convince my sister, Karen, to switch rooms with me. So we would trade the furniture. We would do everything. And then I'd go in her room and set up her closet and her room and her drawers. And I would do the same with mine. And and um, then when people would hire me to babysit, um, I would uh organize their pantry when the kids were satisfied and everything. I'd go and <laughs> organize their pantries and their kitchen cabinets and things like that. And, um, and then uh, I just, it's just started, it kind of flowed from there. Then now when I started it as a business rather than a hobby, my, my twins had just entered kindergarten and my child who's 26 years, 26 years, months older than she was in second grade. And so um, I just hung out a shingle. I just told people, hey, y'all, I'm a professional organizer. And they believed me. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so they let me come in and paid me to organize this, that, or the other in their home. And it just kind of went from there. So it's been going on. Well, my oldest is 26 and my twins are 24. So long time. Yeah, I've been doing That's Now good. I did take a hiatus in there, a period where, um, so I, I really just did it as a hobby, not to support myself uh, while I was married. And then I took a hiatus when I got divorced and did some yeah. other things. And, uh, uh, but I came back full force and it is no longer a hobby. It's supporting me and it's been, oh, it's been incredible. Wow. It's been 
That's incredible. Oh my God. I, I, I love organizing, but I'm horrible. I'm horrible at it. And it just, oh, well, I'll give you some lessons. That's what I do. Oh. With my Teach them. <laughs> yeah. So is it word of mouth? How you get business is people referring you. Is that how that works? So, um, in the past, primarily, but that's because, uh, when I was started back in like what, 2003, I made up my own website using, um, Oh, it was a page something. I don't know, but uh, it just wasn't great. I didn't know how to do the SEO and get people driven there and all that. Um, but now people are really seeing my social media because I've come to my, I've, what is it called? I've come of age with social media. So I'm posting a lot of um, videos and, and uh, how to's like tip kind of stuff. And so people are seeing that and they're getting in touch with me, but um, recently, so here's the thing. I don't work with hoarders. There's, I've been tricked into it a few times and then I get in, I'm like, oh man. And there's just too much psychology behind it that I don't really know how to address. But my pastor asked me in late January, he's Delana, we've got a gal, this is her situation. And really needs help and would you be willing? And so I had a conversation with her and she was right where uh, anybody would be. We just had a lot of uh, pre-work to do. And so I said, yes, let's do that. And so uh, a couple of days ago, we finished the excavating is what I've been calling it. We finished the excavating of the living room, which was the final frontier. And now we are actually starting to organize. And it is just, oh, I tell her all the time. And I said it yesterday. I don't know who's more excited about this, me or you. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just been a huge blessing. And so um, because of what I'm doing with her, I have so much to put on my Facebook and Instagram and, and other people that she knows are seeing what we're doing and they're getting in touch with me. and. So it's just, yes, now it's a lot of word of mouth. Well, it's fascinating to watch. I haven't, I, I had only seen your page when you posted it on our group. So I kind of looked, I was, I was interested. I'm like, and I, I, I was, sorry, I, I Facebook stalked you a little bit. I was watching it. It was incredible. Like I was like, oh my God. And it was so satisfying to see the pictures progress. Yeah, like, it, it really is. I don't know if it's, I, I, I loved it. it your content is wonderful. Thank you. And it's not, girl, just wait till you see, like her kitchen is almost completely organized and we're starting to get decor going in there. So just wait till we get the pictures of those. I I wanted to do like a midway through the organizing, mm-hmm. but I decided, no, we're just going to wait. I'm going to wait till it's completely done. And we're really close. So, so. Donald, what is a typical day? So obviously for this particular um, client, it's it's a longer period of time because there's just more, more things to do is what I'm understanding. Yeah. What is a yeah. typical day or how long do you work with a client? It does it, I'm assuming it varies, but yeah. what what's a typical day for you? Okay. So a typical day with a typical client, again, it does vary as far as how many sessions we have to have, but we work in um, four hour sessions. And so we'll go in and we, I allow the, so first we do a 30 minute, a free um, 30 minute assessment. And I can either come out and do that. And then we schedule a date or 
we can, I come out and do that. And and then they say, all right, let's get started today. So I will make that 30 minute assessment when I have a day that I can start if they want to. Got it. And uh, so we'll assess what we've got to do, the various projects. Uh, It could be a craft room, could be a bathroom and a kitchen, et cetera. Or it could be the whole house and we're going to start with um, this project in the house. And um, so we start that day or whenever. I will uh, we'll start by pulling everything else. It's got to get worse before it gets better. Got it. And we'll start categorizing everything. And along the way, if I'm working with the client, now I'm, we're, I'll address that in a minute because just this time and with one other client that I'm working with right now, mm-hmm. I'm learning. I'm learning that (laughs) there is a way to do it without the client present right there. Uh, There are so many benefits to doing it with a client right there beside you, though, that um, I don't prefer that way, but I can. So and the client will eventually be involved in it. It's just I can do a lot of it myself. But anyway, so we'll make categories of everything. Then we'll tackle one category at a time where we purge. We always have an initial purge. And then um, with what's then we purge each category. Then we go back and we look at what's left and we do a second purge on it. Make sure that we know exactly what we need to keep. And that allows us in each category to know exactly what we need to contain and how we want to organize that particularly that particular category. So then we, so I always tell my clients aesthetics matter. They really matter. If you are looking at a closet, I'm thinking about like a, a craft room right now. Say you're looking at a particular closet and it's got all your craft stuff in it organized nicely. Yes. But you've got, a coffee can, and you've got a pink, hot pink tub, uh, which I'm not a big fan of tubs. That's a whole other thing. But um, <laughs> it's like a toy box. It just <laughs> the organizing. Anyway, some in some respects, yes. But anyway, so uh, you've got a hot pink tub. You've got a shoe box. Um, what else might you have? A, a plastic bag holding this. Okay, you look in there and. In your mind, you know what's in each thing, but it's still a hodgepodge. So we talk about aesthetics and how that triggers your brain to make you want to keep it organized. And if it's hodgepodge, you're not as psychologically inclined to keep it organized, right? And so it's true. And so we will go out in your budget, and we will make it look nice. And of course, we label everything. Um, So that's pretty much the process. And what happens is people just don't know where to start. You know, they they walk into a room and it's got all this stuff and they have no idea how to start. And so then they may get started and then they get overwhelmed or they don't know how to proceed. And so that's where I come in and I'm telling you right off the bat, I make it fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, 
Yeah. I can't tell you how many people have told me over the years, oh my gosh, this is fun. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I why do you think I do it? I get busy, <laughs> basically. Well, it's, in, it's incredible. She's made her passion your 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 job which is it's oh. not a job at all then you love it and you can, it I can not. feel that I can feel that you it's a passion for you and I have to say it's for working moms um it's difficult obviously most of typically you're, you're the moms are the ones who are picking up the house keeping things organized you right. know I, I live in a home full of boys um and I'm it's myself and I have three other people in the home that I have to pick up after and it gets overwhelming yeah. exactly. um, I don't don't have to. <laughs> I know, and, but you know, you know, I don't have a lot of anxiety. But sometimes when when the house when the, the counters are cluttered, I get the hair in the back of my neck stands up. I I cannot function. It drives me bananas, and I feel right. so much better when things are clean. <laughs> right, right. And so, did you happen to see my ten minute challenge video? I did not, but I, I plan to go back and check it out. Yes, it it, it once you get a place for everything. Seriously, you can clean up any spot in your house in 10 minutes. You really can. You got to try that challenge. (laughs) You got to get organized to be able to do it. Yeah. 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 Do you feel like generally speaking, like people, like society, we all just have too much stuff? Yes. Yeah. There's a have you seen the Berenstein book, Berenstein Bears book called Too Much Too Stuff? Too Much Stuff. Yeah, yeah I have. Yes. <laughs> I should carry that with me everywhere I go. But yes, that book, I like, when I first started my business, I thought about basing my business on that book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I just yeah. I feel like, I mean, personally, we have three kids and, you know, you really don't know, I found, and maybe it's because I'm in real estate and we move all the dang time. But I feel like you really don't know what you have until you try to pick up and move it. And it's unbelievable the amount of stuff that we have. And so we are, I mean, I'm nowhere near organized. I like to think I am. I like to get things like aesthetically clean, but it's not organized. And so that's where I need to maybe look at that challenge as well. (laughs) Get organized first and then try to sort that out. (laughs) Well, I think when, when we moved, we're like, we'll never do it again. What we did is when we moved out of our last home, um, we ended up using pods and we thought we organized it and put everything in it, right? We put everything in because we were going to rent for a little bit before we found our next home. Well, the worst mistake I ever did was I'm like, I'm going to invite my whole family over. We're, we found our home. We're going to unpack all the pods all at once. And everything just came into the house. And I was so stressed out for so long because it was, there was stuff everywhere. Oh I, and I'm, st- and I'm, I'm sure the stuff that we hadn't used in years and I'm, just stuffing it in closets just to get it away from the open space that I was using. It, oh, it's awful. But you're right. Until you move, you don't know how much stuff you have. Right. And so that's a service I offer. On the front end of a move, I make sure that we are packing only what you want to unpack on the back end. And um, that way, first of all, uh, how many rooms do you have? in your, did you have in your house that you put in the pod that we moved? Well, there was four bedrooms, uh, only really three were being utilized for the most part. And okay. obviously living room, front room, <laughs> the pods it's were how, like, how they're large. I mean, we, and, like, and, and, and I had never really moved this much stuff before, but in my head, I'm like, Oh, we're just going to put everything in there. How are we going to take it out? But 
the biggest issue was I forgot what I put in there. Like I, I probably packed stuff that I didn't need after a year. And then um, when everything came out, it all just came out and got put into the house, the new house, which I didn't know where things were going to go. And I hadn't thought about, you know, where my dishes were going to be placed at first, you know, where are my cleaning right. supplies going to be, where my, my linens, I hadn't even gotten to that point. Cause I hadn't, we were just right. moving in and then right. all the stuff was just everywhere. <laughs> so that is, so see, yeah. And so when you moved in to your apartment, you probably had to go buy all the stuff that you already had packed, like the yeah. cleaning supplies and yeah. So that's something that I really uh, make sure happens with my clients is we, um, we pack everything in a specific way. We label everything in a specific way. We pack everything in the moving truck in a specific way. Like I work with the movers to make sure that specific things are at the front end or I'm sorry, at the back end of the truck. When they open up the truck, what my clients are yeah. going to need when they move in right away is right there. I also work with my clients to create their little go bags, the things that they're going to need overnight for food and silverware and um, for hygiene and clothing and all that, what they're going to need for the first three days or longer if they want. um, So that when they get there, they've got what they need. They're going to have a, either a blow up mattress or they're going to have a mattress and and box springs and, or at least a mattress or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Right there. So that the the movers can get them immediately into the correct place. So they have some place to sleep, eat and bathe and brush their teeth. Yeah. The shower curtain, blah, blah, blah. So um, anyway, um, so that, so I help on the front end and the back end and everything goes smoothly. And when we start unpacking and putting things where they belong, cause I I've done it so many times. I, I recognize the, the, where things should go in the kitchen, you know, so forth. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's smooth. It's enjoyable. It's somewhat peaceful, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a real, I, I, my clients love that. And I, I, Again, I don't know who likes it more than me. <laughs> I didn't even know that like organizers would offer that kind of service. I can't tell you. I mean, I'm sure I have a million clients that would take advantage of that moving and that kind of thing. I just didn't even know yeah. that was a thing. You know, you think about your movers and you think about, you know, turning on your electricity and making sure this is happening and making sure this is happening, but really getting organized before you move. And then afterwards is super important. It would take a lot of stress off, I think. Well, that's what I say. It may, probably makes the process of buying a home and selling a home less stressful because that's part of the part people. I'm like, I don't want to pack. I don't want to move because I remember my experience moving into this home, which I love. It just it took me so much longer to get organized, and it was just a very stressful, you know, stressful no matter what. Um, how yeah. often do you, would you suggest? So, I'm having kids, right? How often should you would you suggest purging or going through their toys, right? Oh. So the, the boys, as they get older, I'm like, how, how, when was the last time you played with this? Like, we need to, you know, go through this. I try to do it once a year because obviously for birthdays and Christmas, we just get a big family, uh, you know, the, the wonderful gifts. But it's always either they get double loaf stuff or we have a lot of things. So how often would you suggest like moms going through kids toys and clothes and stuff like that? So obviously when they're shifting sizes and clothing. Yeah. And then if you have a younger child who's going to grow into those clothes, 
you go through those clothes, you figure out which ones are salvageable, which ones are stained or ripped or whatever, or you just didn't really like and didn't wear, didn't put on your kiddo. Um, and then you store away um, in an orderly fashion so that when you open it, you're glad you stored it. Um, you store away those ones that, that Junior is going to grow into. Um, and then... Um, uh, as far as toys, you're doing basically the same thing. When you have new things coming in for a new developmental age, right? You're going to yeah. take the ones that he's done with and um, has outgrown developmentally. And if you have a child coming up, then you're going to store those as well, unless they've just been very loved. Um, one of the things that I really think is a, a beautiful thing um, to teach your children is that when you are Bring, you're receiving blessings upon blessings of new toys and things like that is to choose, say, so you can get five new toys or however many you choose for your child. You can get five new toys. So if you get like 15 new toys, why don't we find a place where children who are in the foster system or, you know, that they, they don't get birthday parties like this. And let's donate to those kids the excess because we really just don't need that many, you know, that sort of a thing. Yeah. You don't have all this, you know, tremendous load. And I mean, the truth is there's just not time in a day or, if you don't dig that idea because you feel like other people might be, um, um, oh, what's that word? I never get this way. Offended. <laughs> <laughs> people are like, I don't want to offend you. I'm like, unless you talk smack about my God, you're not going to offend me. <laughs> so, um, um, so unless you're concerned, other people might be offended because their toy is the one that your, your child did not choose. Then you can store the majority of them away. And when they're kind of worn out on these toys, then you can donate those and pull out a new bag. That's a good idea. Yeah. So um, uh, that that's the way that I would purge is just. We've outgrown these. We've moved on. So let's go to the next level. Same with clothes. Love it. Yeah. Love it. We try to do it once a year, but the, I feel like the, the mine are growing out of shoes every six months. It feels like <laughs> and clothes, and oh my goodness, it's hard to keep up. And then I realize I'm like, where are the hangers? Well, because they have so much clothes now. I'm like, Everything. I need to take out the old in right. order to put the new, or you know, because they've outgrown yeah. stuff. So well, and let's just, face it, we love to dress our kids. We love yeah, to we buy do. our kids new shoes. I was accused of having my first daughter so that I could dress her. And I said, <laughs> what's wrong with that? So we love to buy stuff for our kids. Yeah. So if we buy something, we're going to take some stuff out that we don't necessarily love. And we, we choose other things ahead of, right? So we might as mm -hmm. well just take them on out. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we we can definitely tell that you're passionate about your career, like Marie. Like Marie, I love it. Gladly, yeah, I love it so much. I just think that's so wonderful. But can you sort of narrow down, like, what is your favorite thing about your job? What's what's the win for you? Oh, that's easy. That's so easy. My number one favorite thing is the the watching my client become so joyful and liberated 
and come to peace and just watching them be so blessed. Mm-hmm. That's that's why my tagline is that I'm blessed with this gift and I get to bless other people with it. And so to watch them just exhale yeah. and become blessed with their new, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Their new digs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, everything in their home. You, when you live in a chaotic environment, you have a chaotic mentality and yeah. a chaotic brain. And you just don't really feel rested in your own home. And now you can walk in and you know what you have and where it is. And there's just so, so few things that are better, you know? Well, with everything so fast and going and, and so, like you said, so much stuff people have. I mean, once you get it organized, it just, you feel better. It's hard to explain, but you do feel better when everything's done. So what are some tips you can give moms starting out? Let's say they're, you know, uh, young kids trying to keep organized and they have, you know, a full-time job and stuff going on. So what were some tips that you can give them? Okay. So number one, be realistic. You got to be realistic about what you can and cannot do. Mm -hmm. Um, Another one, be realistic about how many clothes your kids need. Do they need 20? Does your child, you have one child, right? That is wearing onesies, unless you like me had twins, but be realistic about how many onesies you really need. Do you really need the white ones or would you rather dress your sweet baby and the cute ones? But the point is be realistic about how many clothes your child needs and how many she can actually wear or he can actually yeah, wear. Yeah. Another thing, do laundry every day. Do laundry every day. Even if you're just doing baby clothes, throw some of your tops in. You know, if you're nursing, throw those nursing tops in there. Um, uh, and then uh, wash bottles. If don't wash every bottle right after you use it, but if you can swing it, find a time every day to wash bottles. Don't be stressed if you have to go to bed and there are dishes in the sink. Don't stress about that. You will find time sometime during the day mm-hmm. to, to knock those out. So just relax with that first child. And you know, by the time the second child's going to come, you're just going to give up, get up, give up. <laughs> um, Anyway, so it's really just a, a game about don't be too hard on yourself. And if you need help in getting your systems done, all your systems uh, in place, ask. Find an organizer who can come in. Find an organizer who's already lived through that um, stage of life where you've got three kids under the age of three and you got to figure out how to make it work and and let her come in. She's not going to judge. She's going to help. Yeah. So when you go to a client's house, Don, do you, is it, is it just yourself or do you have a team that comes with you to help or? It's just me and the client. And so there are benefits. So here's the thing. Most organizers from what I can tell in the research that I've done, Mm -hmm. um, they, uh, they'll go in, you tell them what project you want done. They go in, they do the work themselves, and then they expect you to come in and conform 
to what they put together. It seems to be kind of a cookie cutter. Okay. System. I don't do that at all. Everything I do is personalized. And so I, uh, for all these 20, 19 years, even when I took my hiatus, you know, I had to get my organizing fix. So I was doing <laughs> stuff with people some a lot of the time just for free because it was my hobby. But um, there are so many benefits to working one-on-one with a client. Um, number one, they get a strong visual of where they really stand. So they see this, you know, this messy, messy space. But when we start digging into it, they really see just what's going on underneath all that. Um, Another one is that they get to take ownership. They get to take ownership of, oh, this is, this is the problem. And this is how I got here. And they get to take ownership of solving that, right. And helping fix the problem. Um, Another thing is it's just one long teachable moment that I get to be all along the way. I'm giving them tips. I'm giving them ideas. I'm teaching them how to categorize, how to purge and so forth, how to make those purging decisions, right? right. Um, and it also, they, they're putting their own skin in the game. It's super easy to throw money at a problem and then go in and the problem is solved. But you don't know how to maintain it as well because you weren't part of the solution. Oh, very right? true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're putting their own skin and time and effort and learning into the game. And that makes a huge difference in the long run. Um, And then also, and everybody likes this, it saves them money because they're, they're helping me get that done. And I love that for them. (laughs) Um, And then, um, and so overall, it's just win-win. It's just win-win. But I will say, in these two um, uh, projects that I'm doing right now, the one that I'm working on uh, with my my hoarder, who mm-hmm. is ready. She's ready. She really just has the tendencies. Her parents were the hoarders. But she has the tendencies. Um, but she's letting go. If I'm telling her, think about it, think about it, think about it, she's just letting it go. Most hoarders can't do that. That's why I see she just has tendencies. Um and then I have a young mother. She's got an eight-year-old and two, uh, I'm sorry, and twin nine-month-olds. Oh. <laughs> and I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not going to tell you what's going on the way. And so um, she is overwhelmed. Her parents have a, a, a well, something going on as well, some issues going on too. And so um, she has a hard time being present when we're working on getting those toys in people, right? And she has a hard time getting, being present when we're working on the clothes because she's got to run back and take for taking care of her twins. Yeah. And her eight-year-old is an amazing young man and he's really helpful. But what I'm learning in these two is I set my current, my client with that I'm working with daily. Um, I set her on a task of getting something done so I have to go work on something else and I'm having to do it without her. But I've learned how to adjust to that where I get everything ready and then I bring her in and I say, let's go through this and this and this. And so I'm learning to work it on my set, on my own, but yet she has to come in and offer her feedback, um, which is not something I've done in the past. 
best. I don't do it on my own. So uh, I'm learning how to do that. But yet my client still has to make a decision and she has to be involved in the organizing part of it. In the, creating the organizational system behind it so that she can easily maintain it. So, Got it. yeah. So I don't want to do that a whole lot, but <laughs> I would rather because it, it does go faster with my client involved. So, okay. Erica, is there a place in your home that you feel like you could use organizing? Oh my gosh. Every place. Every place. <laughs> yeah. Every place. I will say I'm really lucky because I've got an 11 year old daughter who, maybe much like you, maybe that will be her career. I don't know. She loves organizing and will say things to me like, Mom, can I organize the pantry? Can I do this? Can I do this? And I'm like, Absolutely. Yeah, you can. Can I borrow Emma? I need to borrow her. Emma's so good about that. She loves, she really likes doing that kind of thing. Um, and she helps me so, so much. Um, so, but yeah, many places in my house could use, you know, some organizing. <laughs> I have trouble with, with paperwork. So I've inherited quite a bit of paper um, from, from rel- my, my parents past. I've gotten their stuff. I have my own stuff. I have some of my sister's stuff in my home. So I have this, I have a lot of paperwork that I'm having to slowly go through and figure out uh-huh. what needs to be retained and what doesn't. I'm like, is there any way to organize like paperwork, like easily? Like if you don't, I don't have lots of storage spaces like do I need to scan them and shred them yeah so there's I have a lot of trouble with paperwork and I need to I need to get that under uh control (laughs) so I created a system 20 years ago probably even actually before that because I did it before I started this business Mm -hmm. um it's called I I do I have a shallow storage and a deep storage and so my desktop system, I actually um, have not um, uh, explained it online yet in a video, but I'm going to. But I do have a picture of it by accident <laughs> as my profile picture on my personal Facebook account. It consists of four folders uh, as the base of it. It's the short-term action, short-term keep, short-term uh uh, uh, I'm sorry, long-term action and long-term keep. And so I set those four folders up in four different colors and I explain to my clients how they work. And then we practice with it while we're going through the paper. And that I have these on desks in businesses. Like my ex-husband worked for a company here in town, a large company here in town. And I came in and put it on every desk in the department that he managed. And um, that was for their their everyday paperwork that flowed, right? Then I have the, the, um, di- uh, the deep storage. Now, this is really specifically for home. And that is for the papers that you need to store on a monthly basis, really. And and there are some things that are deep storage that you are going to keep at all times for like taxes. These are my 2019 taxes. Everything for them is right here. And, um, And so I've been doing that with clients for years. And now I will say over the years... That has uh, been changing. It, it just changes organically according to what we need. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, now we don't need to keep our long distance phone bills, right? Because yeah. 
we know we for obvious reasons. And then we don't need to keep our CPS bills anymore because they're all online and we can always get them when we need them. Um, but um, this is where we would keep, I, I keep a copy of my will and my living will and all of that. I keep all of that in my deep storage and yeah. in my, um, and so uh, yes, there is a system for that. And I also help you determine there are a number of questions that you can ask yourself um, specifically to help you determine, do I need to keep this piece of paper or, keep this piece of paper, or can I get it somewhere else? And what are the what are the legal ramifications if I don't have this paper? What are the, um, anyway, the long-term ramifications? So yes, the answer to that is and in paper, I'm a paper and pencil person. I like to write my lists rather than putting them in my head. But at the same time, I'll write the list, take a picture of it, and then go. Because <laughs> 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 I don't want to carry the paper because I'm going to lose it, you know, so. Got it. No, that's great. That's a great advice. Just keeping. So like I said, when I've inherited all this paper, I'm like, what do I do with all this stuff? It's everywhere. Like, you know, I have a desk in, in my bedroom that I don't like but it's I have stacks of paper that I just need to I've organized them that way but I need to figure out do I need to keep them can I shred them and I hadn't asked myself can I get this anywhere else like can right. I I hadn't even right. thought about that so that's great right and you set up a schedule when you have like my client that I'm working with daily almost um she's got a lot of papers that she needs to go through. A lot of it is just obvious. Skim, skim, skim. I need to shred. Um, but you set up a schedule for yourself. I'm going to go through papers, this amount of paper, every uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I'm going to make decisions about them and get this stuff, get through this stuff because I don't want it sitting around anymore. So yeah, you got to set up some sort of a system to get yourself through it. Got it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. I, I love it. Know. I feel like I've learned so much <laughs> in this short conversation. And so, um, but we want everyone to be able to benefit from you. Yay, yes. You <laughs> Can you let our listeners know, um, like, what's the best way to reach you for your services? Sure. Uh, the very best way to reach me is to text me. So, yeah, my phone number is, are y'all ready? Do y'all have your phone? You have a pen and paper so you can take a picture of what you write down is um well my name is delana it's d-a capital l o n a my business is bless this mess organizing and my phone number is 210-842-9965-210-842-9965 if you want to check me out on instagram that's probably the easiest way to see me is btm as in bless this mess bt <laughs> dot organizing and then um facebook is bless this mess organizing llc perfect so check. love it yeah that yes. sounds good and we'll definitely put um that contact information in the episode description as well so that way people can get it that way um, so sometimes it's easier to see it too i think um and yeah, so that was great. Thank you so much for being a thank guest. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and thank you to our listeners for listening to this episode. And so we'll just see you guys next week. See Bye. you next week. Thank you. Bye. 
so much for tuning in to the Working Moms of San Antonio podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media at our respective Instagram accounts or join our Working Moms of San Antonio Facebook group. Those links can be found in our episode description. If you have an episode topic suggestion or question, please email us at office at radisagent.com. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. See you next week.